here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Hashtag authority. Hashtag Steph Bouncy. Hashtag Smackdown 15. Jeff Hawkins. You done digging that hole? You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Dance on your grave, dirt sheet writer. Well, some say life will beat you down, break your heart, steal your crown. So I've started out for God knows where. I guess I'll know when I'll get there. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers learning to fly. Hell in the Cell Sunday and WWE puts on a listless go-home show to build it. Listless Callisto? Your newest member of the 205 Live roster. Coincidence? Callisto? Leo Rush? It's all connected if you step back and look at it. Eh. Fuck on are you Raw. talking about? <laughs> all right, before you go into anything, I don't care about what's on Raw. All right, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What, what? Explain to me what any of that was supposed to mean. Uh, let's see. Uh, Callisto is your newest cruiserweight on the 205 yeah, Live brand. I, I know that. Yes. Leo Rush debuted tonight on NXT. Yeah, but you said um, like Callisto five different times as. With different inflections, as if that was yes. supposed to mean anything. Yes, it's called trying to be clever. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, I mean, either you're too clever or it didn't work. Well, it probably was a little bit of column A and column B. Okay. So let me, so let me throw the, at least, okay, I'm skipping the raw part of my intro because it's just a sentence about the yeah. Miz and Mickey James. It, and it don't matter. It don't matter. Let me throw this to you then. Um, okay. Are you old enough to have ever, seen any lance russell stuff i mean i've seen lance Ruff- russell stuff obviously i didn't live through his heyday but yes i have seen lance russell i would not consider myself qualified to discuss whether he was great whether he was poor uh the overwhelming opinion seems to be that he was great but i was uh, i was not of that time no, he he's a guy I had to go back in hindsight to really see. It's a lot of like the Bobby Heenan stuff. We know him for certain things, and then you go back in his catalog, and you get an appreciation. He's he's kind of, I'll put it this way: he is he is more in the spectrum of Bob Cottle and Gordon Soley than your current modern day announcers who are far too making the show about them. He's kind of a great quote-unquote straight man so to speak but he's an aggressive straight man he's, ah, so like I, I always, yeah like I, michael cole yeah. oh jeez i always kind of describe him as uh as 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 like your uncle when he came to babysit or or he's 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 like your grandpa who's in on the joke but doesn't want to let you know he's in on the joke he had this lovely draw now jerry we can't go around doing things like that. You know, he'd be kind of scolding at the same time. And it, he was always kind of <laughs> seamless too. Cause it'd be like, someone would say, he's like, now Eddie Gilbert, can you tell me about this? Yeah. D- you know what, Lance? I just wanted to run him over with a car. Now nah, that's kind of ridiculous. And we'll keep, you know, that kind of, that kind of, tra- you know, nothing would phase Lance Russell at all. <laughs> he'd just kind of be a bit scolding and move on with him. I, I first came to him in like the early nineties WCW, you know, not his best work, but he was like team with the Freebirds of Garvin and Hayes doing like a WCW syndicated show. And it was high comedy. And it was pretty darn good. And then I met Lance Russell. I think I can't remember if it was 95 or 96. Cause the years all just meld together at a smoky mountain show. And he couldn't have been a nicer guy, but I mean, I only got a couple minutes to say hi and I like your work, but I mean, I, I, I really, I, I, he's one of those guys that in hindsight, I had to go back and, and really watch a lot of Memphis stuff. I, when I became an amateur historian due to this show and I didn't want to sound like a moron, uh, I really got a lot into Memphis. So, um, yeah, no, he was spectacular. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was a very good, uh, summation. Of Mr. Lance Russell. 
Okay. Uh, what a crazy week. Lance Russell, Tom Petty, yeah, not to mention all the different stuff going on in this country. Mm-hmm. Crazy uh, craziness. Um, speaking of crazy stuff. Are uh, we going to spoil? We are. But before we do, we've got some important news for those trying to find a better way to cook, save some money, and enjoy unique meals. You need to try Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. And now is the best time to try them out in your own home. When looking to eat well, it's important to know where your food is coming from. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, ranchers, and fisheries across the U.S. Beef and chicken come from responsibly raised animals. Seafood is sourced sustainably. And produce comes from farms that practice regenerative farming. Fresh ingredients great meals. Check out the great upcoming meals available if you try Blue Apron this month, like cheesy chicken and black bean enchiladas with salsa verde, shrimp marinara with spaghetti, spinach, and parsley, maple gravy pork chops with stewed collard greens and sweet potatoes, and much more. Check out the menu now and save $30 off your first meal with free shipping by visiting blueapron.com shake. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't delay. Visit blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And now with that, Jeff, let's spoil some NXT. Yes! I uh, I broke the news to uh, Jeff Hawkins earlier in the night. The, The main event for NXT TakeOver War Games has been announced. And maybe the name itself might be a spoiler for some of you. Uh, War Games is coming back. Three versus three versus three. Roderick Strong and the Authors of Pain versus the Undisputed Era versus Sanity in a three-team War Games, two-ring War Games match has been announced as the main event of NXT TakeOver uh, War Games, which was formerly NXT TakeOver Houston. It is happening on November 18th, the Saturday night before the uh, Survivor Series pay-per-view. Uh, we got some big matches. There were some TV tapings tonight. We got uh, the three main events for that NXT TakeOver show announced, but we'll talk about War Games. Jeff, you've been talking about it for two years on this show, <laughs> about War Games coming back. It's finally happening. Triple H has tweeted out, first time in nearly 20 years, War Games is finally back. There's a quote in my favorite movie, The Wild Bunch, at the end, when after this big shootout, the old man and his new friends and these Mexican banditos come down and meet meet the guy who was really chasing our main characters. He goes, you want to join up with us? It's not the same, but it'll do. That's what I feel about War Games. It won't be the same. It won't. It, it, look, I'm not putting it in the same bar as the war games of, of my fandom because look three on three on three is not a war. That's that NWO crappy war games to it's, me. It's I, NWO versus WCW versus the four horsemen versus, or it's NWO versus red Rod, versus Roddy white Piper or whatever, versus yeah. Roddy Piper's team. Yes, it is. Uh, it is three factions just kind of thrown and, together. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's no way I'm getting blood unless uh-huh. it's hard way. Okay. So, and I think that's kind of a magical part of the viciousness of war games is, is, is seeing just how graphic and brutal this fight kind of fight is. I think you're going to get kind of, you know, hard hitting NXT type of indie action inside a cage. So, I mean, I'll take what I can get. I'm thinking about going. And then I realize Houston's still a mess. So <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, it, I'd feel kind of bad going if I, if I could get a ticket to this thing, but uh, I, I'm, I'm still excited. I love that NXT continues to innovate. I love that NXT tries to change things up and, and then all these guys can go to the main roster and die <laughs> like everybody else in NXT. It seems go, just, uh, <laughs> go to the main roster and die yeah it's a big three-way uh big uh triple threat two ring cage match i think that might be the most surprising thing if you're going to call it war games you have to have the two rings so that's they're going me all the for way this reason because it doesn't seem to me they're having they're having the nxt takeover in the same arena as survivor series they i aren't? don't think they are they are if they, they are they hold on let's see a survivor series 2017 wicked uh, 2017 Survivor Series is taking place at, uh, where is it? 
Why is uh why is the old Wikipedia failing me right now? Houston, Texas Toyota Center. Yes, it is happening at the Toyota Center, the same venue as NXT Takeover. So okay, because that's the only one where tickets haven't gone on sale yet. Tickets go on sale on the thirteenth, right? So okay, well then that might mean there's a possibility that they just hold the two rings down there for both for all the, for both shows. Oh no, I don't think they will. No, they won't because no, they not won't because they need the seating. They yeah. need the seating. Oh yeah, it's not happening at. Uh, yeah, they still have tickets on sale. They can make this venue change or they can make this change in the seating arrangement for a show that they haven't put tickets on sale yet. Yeah. Survivor Series, I believe, has been on sale. Maybe yes. for a while. Yes. Maybe for a while. <laughs> but it's exciting. Um, I, it right, is. I, I don't know. I will have to wait until TV to see how they actually promote it. But they're calling the event TakeOver War Games. I would imagine that's probably going to be the main event, especially when your world title match is Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Cien Almas. I'm hyped for that. Oh, I'm hyped for <laughs> yeah. it. It's exciting, but that's not a main event. I mean, I guess... You main evented Bobby Roode and Hideo Itami, right? So, I mean, I guess you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. But uh, did did Bobby Roode, Hideo Itami main event the show when they wrestled for the uh, championship? Was that the main event? Drew McIntyre, Bobby Roode. Uh, yeah. That was the main event of a show. I guess that's worthwhile of a main event. Uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Uh, no, Bobby Roode, Hideo Itami was under the ladder match for the tag titles. Yes. So it yeah. screams Bobby Roode, Hideo Itami type of title match to me. So you can put the war games on last. You war can put the women's, event. You can yeah. put the women's title four way on last. And I think that would be better than doing Drew McIntyre and Andrade Almas. I am excited for Andrade Almas versus Drew McIntyre. Do not get me wrong. It's just star power wise for an NXT show. Uh, especially if Andrade Cian Almas is going to end up winning, which I don't think is going to happen, but you never know with these guys. Uh, that's, that's a good match. It's not a main event. It's not a main event of the show. So you have Drew McIntyre and Cian Almas. You have the four way. For the women's championship, the vacant women's championship, Nikki Cross, Ember Moon, Peyton Hoyce, and Kyrie Sane. All right, you're gonna have to tell me off air how they got around the three way then. What three way? Because they announced a three way where the winner would get into the four four way match between Peyton, uh, Nikki Cross, and Liv Morgan. Well, I guess Peyton for wins next, for next week. I guess Peyton so, wins. Okay. There you go. Because Nikki Cross won a battle royal at the tapings tonight. So oh, okay. Peyton Royce must, must win that match. So none of you have to watch NXT TV for the, uh, for the next five weeks, guys. We're sorry I'm if saving you're you angry. Time. I'm saving you five oh. hours. I'm not sorry. Okay. I'm not okay. sorry. Watch your NXT. You guys, NXT is that brand where I can know everything going in and I'll still watch the show. It will not stop me from watching a show. It might only just help me watch a show. And I, and I know not everyone's that's like good, that. That's good for us. I know. But I know not everyone's like that. people who like to be surprised. Oh, I know. So, I mean, be surprised at TakeOver. That's why I love these TakeOvers so much, and that's why I wish we could get the Wednesday night shows back. Hell, yes. TakeOvers on Wednesdays aren't happening anymore, but it, we should get some specials of some kind on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday that, night, not something that's just a, a final of a tournament. Like, give us a two-hour special of some kind. Uh, Give us those like Clash of the Champions type things, but make it like, ooh, someone from the main roster is going to fight this person. It's a special, you know, draw match. I tell you what, um, they had that NXT or not the NXT, but WWE Network survey a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. ago that was floating out there. And I got one and I didn't fill it out. I was like, oh, I'll fill this out. And I answered one question. I'm like, man, this is boring. Uh, (laughs) There was an idea. Like, would you be interested in type of gimmick? And one of the options was, a pros versus amateur, like an amateur uh, night where NXT superstars take on WWE superstars. And that's one way of promoting it, that they're amateurs. Uh, yeah. You know, the Adam Coles versus AJ Styles of the world, the the Roderick Strong versus Sheamus match that everyone's clamoring to see. I, a, a nice little two-hour special like that would be cool. Obviously, you won't get a lot of build for something like that. It would just be a special occasion type of thing. Um, but man, I miss these. I miss takeovers on Wednesdays. I really do. They're mm-hmm. so cool. Uh, so that's the four way for the women's title. And a couple of other matches that look somewhat likely based on the TV tapings. What do you think about this, Jeff Hawkins? Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream happening at takeover. <laughs> I, mm, I'm not a fan of this feud, but uh, maybe maybe Patrick Clark will over deliver. Cassius Ono coming out as the big man to finally stop Lars Sullivan. Oh, Cash is going to die. <laughs> Cash is I mean, coming he, out here 
I mean, this is NXT. This is a WWE product. And I understand it's still somewhat considered developmental as far as the TV goes. But Cassius Ono coming out here in his gray shorts with his oversized, yeah, get that oversized orange shirt and pointing his finger at Lars Sullivan. Lars is like, what the hell is this geek doing? He's going to make him look good. Yeah. Oh, he will. Does Lars Sullivan wrestle at WrestleMania? I think he's the uh, NXT entrant in the Battle Royal. I mean, I think so, too. I think I, I think that's the, the kickoff to the Lars Sullivan era. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not the surprise in the Royal Rumble, for all I know. That could be it, too. Yeah. There are a lot of guys to choose from for this Royal Rumble spot for the annual NXT entrance. And, man, I just envision it being Lars Sullivan or Andrade Almas. Be one of those guys. See, I think Andrade, you got to do the vignettes to introduce him so that people get who he yeah, is. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Big big guy you can throw out there and go, go go crush some geeks, and then he'll throw, like, Rusev out or something. Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss were all over this TV taping. Well, that's a shame. They wrestled twice. They, <laughs> get this, they defeated Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. What are we even doing they as de- a country? They defeated them. When that can happen. Them. And then uh, that was all building up to the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, and the one that is not Angelo Dawkins, facing <laughs> up against Tito Sabatelli and the one that is not Tino Sabatelli. <laughs> Sorry, that just popped me. And the, the ironic thing of that is the one that isn't Angelo Dawkins is the star of the group. But I still don't. I think it's Montez. Montez Ford. Is that right? Montez Ford. Montez uh, Ford. Bianca Belair's fiance. Dude's a superstar, man. Oh, yeah. Dude is a superstar. And Tino Sabatelli is going to be the 15-year veteran Randy Orton type. I don't know if he's going to be wrestling till he's 50 because the guy's like 34 already. But still, this guy. He'll be, he'll be in the advanced class at that point still, too. Hope, hopefully he'll be in the advanced class. I don't even know if he's there yet. I hope so. I, I know Randy Moss has been there for a while. He was there uh, episode one of Breaking Ground, if Man. you recall. Oh, just sadness. When is Breaking Ground coming back? Enough with all these different surveys for what do you want to see on the network how about we want to see some breaking ground who wants to see all these cartoons who the hell cares who the hell cares about wwe story time who out there tweet the show at shake them ropes if you're one out there and maybe you are give me a good reason i don't know i don't get it are you out there watching wwe story time like are you binge watching story time are you just leaving it on in the background and not paying attention to it are you watching it in any way because they gave that the Monday Night Raw time slot, the after Raw time slot on Monday on WWE Network that they usually reserve for things that they think people actually might watch. And they're throwing out their WWE story time. Mm. I mean, it screams to me that that's a two or three minute gimmick on YouTube that you put on there that's, you know, somewhat funny, but a, but a 20 minute show on WWE Network that you make multiple episodes of. It's like the, it's basically the mistake of Southpaw regional wrestling because Southpaw regional wrestling overstayed its welcome. Season two was not good. It was a great little thing to have for season one. Let's remember it fondly, but it did not need to come back. Breaking ground, breaking ground. You got all new faces out there. I want to see Cassius Ono being told he's not going to wrestle on the house show. I want to, I want to see Billy Kay and Peyton Hoyce being told that they have to wrestle each other. Getting brought into the front and going, let's give them all a round of applause as you go to the main roster. Oh, who would that be? I want to see, uh, I want to see Zelina Vega get that honor. Ooh, I'd like, I I want her in this women's division right now. I like her. No, no, no. She's too busy. She's busy. She's in the main event of the show. Okay. You think she's happier about that? I mean, you are, you are the second to Andrade Almas, but you are in the main event slot, a pretty big storyline on the show. Would you rather be there now than an overcrowded women's division that doesn't know what it's doing outside of Kyrie Sane and Ember Moon? And you can argue that they don't even know what they're doing with those two yet because you're going to have a four-way going on there. Is Ember Moon going to be out of the picture when Kyrie Sane wins? Is Peyton Royce going to win? She's the only heel in this match right now because Nikki Cross full on babyface. Nikki Cross the best one. There's a lot of ifs there. I, I, I don't know if she would rather be in the main event storyline. With, I mean, you can hit yourself to Andrade Almas. If he goes to the main roster, you're going too. Whatever you, whatever it takes to get the main roster these days, you know, once you're there, 
then maybe you go on to the single. Selena Vega would be better off in the women's division on the main roster than being stuck in the crowd of 50 in NXT right now. I, I have to feel like she's better off right now and she's got to be happier. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I can see that. I mean, <laughs> they could offer her sister Abigail tomorrow and we'd all be in trouble. What do you think about the sister Abigail? Because it's, uh, it's being claimed Duty. that sister Abigail is just going to be Bray Wyatt dressed up. Duty. Not, might not necessarily be dressed up as a woman of any kind, but it, Bray Wyatt is sister Abigail. Duty. Yeah. I'm sick of this whole thing. I, send Finn I, Balor back down. I mean, my original idea was this is how to originally introduce Bailey, which I thought would have been somewhat clever and against type. Well, and after the, and after the fact, based on the way Bailey's been ever since the big hot yeah. uh, come up and you know getting in with the Sasha Banks feud and winning the title, it's been a disaster. Maybe and then she I thought it was somewhat off. interesting on social media mm-hmm. that Sage Beckett mm-hmm. was all over this. Sage Beckett, yeah. But but if it's just Bray and drag. You know what? I've, I've seen it in bad Eddie Murphy movies for years. I don't and not, not necessarily drag either. We don't know what he's going to be dressed up as. It can be some weird. It can be strange. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. It's going to be strange. But we Zombie don't exactly none. know. Yeah. Zombie yeah. none. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Uh, I just know I don't need to see it anymore. I'm done with the whole Finn Balor Bray Wyatt. Didn't Finn Balor win both matches too? Yes. So what the hell? This feud must continue. You're just escalating. Oh, I'm going to get you, Finn Balor, one way or another. Maybe I'll just spook you out. And then what does Finn Balor do? Does Finn Balor have to come out as the demon? Or does he just, you're like, what are you doing, Bray? Like, normal Finn Balor comes out in a polo shirt and jean shorts. Doesn't even come out in gear. And just like, what are you doing, Bray? This is weird. No, the demon king and sister Abigail marry. And it's like Savage Elizabeth all over again. I mean, that would be a weird turn for Finn Balor but it would also not be completely out of character for Finn Balor. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Stephanie goes, see, we're pushing no. storylines. Yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> hmm. You're going to get letters about that one. No, I, it's just, jeez, uh, sister Abigail. Enough yeah. of sister Abigail. Enough of Bray Wyatt. Can Bray Wyatt go away for a little bit? You know why Kane was so awesome? Is every once in a while he would just go away. So it was awesome when he came back. And you forgot that you were bored by him the last time. Can Bray Wyatt go away for four months? That's all I'm asking for. That's not even a long time. Just give him a little winter vacation. What's so wrong about that? Four months bring him, Harper, and Rowan all back together. They'll have him attack the shield after TLC. Well, well that wouldn't be and, the worst thing in the world, but you can't have the shield as a long-term thing. Cause Roman Reigns is going to go out on his own, but pin that thought. I want to talk about You send him away for four months. It's not a long time. If you send him away right now, he's coming back right after the Royal rumble for WrestleMania season. It would be perfect. But would you really want to send him away for four months to get hot again, only to come back as a retread for like the fourth time with the same cohort, the cohorts and the same group. Wouldn't you want to send him away and come back with a little freshness? Yeah, I mean, I'd love, I'd love a lot more of a menacing, not just on promos, but in style, Bray Wyatt. But then again, I mean, they don't do. They're they're so afraid of of, for lack of a better term, violence. That <laughs> you know, I, I I think this Bray Wyatt character had a lot of potential, it, it, but. Now we, I mean, now we have other characters with the same gimmick. This whole agent, I'm an agent of chaos gimmick. And then nobody ever causes any damn chaos. I want some chaos, Rob. (laughs) I was promised chaos. I was promised anarchy. I was promised division. I was promised violence. I I, I want that from a character who says they're going to do that. And we have like two of them, I think, on the NXT roster now. In terms of, I think, sanity, and I forgot who the other one was. It's a recent one, and I'm just, who said it. And I'm just like, that's just crap. You're never going to cause any chaos. You're going to go to William Regal and ask for matches and come down and do your squashes and be happy about it. I don't, sorry, I ranted. That's perfectly okay. Uh, the main event of the NXT TV tapings tonight is Roderick Strong versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, Bay, Bay. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, are these TV tapings taking us all the way to take New Year? I think. Oh, not okay. New Year. Oh God, no. No, <laughs> no, no. But probably to Houston. I would imagine these are 
These might be the last uh, tapings. There might be one more. I mean, this is a long time. How many weeks we got left? And you had the TV taping tonight. Uh, these TVs will start airing. No, we're going to have one more. We got to have one more TV taping. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gotta... Yeah. No, yeah. We got to have like go home shows and stuff where all, all the men are in yep. the one ring beating each other up and Morrow's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. We got to have at least, at least one more. Oh boy. So we were talking about the Wyatt family versus the shield. And the shield is coming back together. The shield is wrestling at TLC, the Miz, Sheamus and Cesaro versus the shield in what very well could be the main event of the show, because we have no Brock Lesnar on the show. So this would probably be your main event. I don't know what else you put up there. I mean, Miz, the intercontinental champion is in this, so you're not going to have a big title match and the show will be built around this. So your main event could likely be a 30 minute match between these six guys. But what do you do after that? You got survivor series next. You have Roman Reigns probably in a singles match, you know, Royal Rumble time, obviously going to be in the Royal Rumble, I would imagine. And he's going to be on the road to a singles match at WrestleMania. This is a one and done thing. How is Braun not involved in this? Well, you see what happened was he took one power slam and died. Now, yes, miraculously, he came back to beat up Seth Rollins, but still dead. And that was the ghost of Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman that beat up (laughs) Seth Rollins. Not even the real Braun. It was the ghost of him. It was a third dimension Braun Strowman. I guess technically real Braun Strowman would be a third dimension Braun Strowman, but nevertheless. It, it was Jacob Marley Braun Strowman. Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't know what that means, but yes, I will take it. I will take it's a Chris, it. Christmas Carol reference. Oh, a Christmas Carol. That that was that one movie about Christmas, right? Yes. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> for those wondering, Rockies four, Diamondback six, top of the fourth. Dodgers. Um, yeah. One last thing on Raw. Mickey James. Mickey James, loving it. Are you? Oh, can't wait for this one. After after going through Piggy James, the story, previously, now we're getting <laughs> Depends and Walkers. And this is the floor for offensiveness. You know that, right? We're probably getting an Alexa Bliss this is your life skit, much like Bailey again, or or something dumb. When when they had totally revamped her in one match against Asuka, now we get, now I'm going to show you guys on NXT how to really do it, <laughs> and and we've we've as as our friend Trevor so so Hawkinsley put it, we've retconned Nia and Alexa. They're friends again. What? I, I, everything about this is just is just totally Vince. Everything. I, I can't I can't I can't handle this. I'm not gonna be able to handle like like Alexa coming out one day and going, I'm gonna bring out my guest at this time, Mickey James, and some some like old Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls comes out and gives like bad comedy lines. I can't take that, Rob. I can't take it. My heart can't take it. Well, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to. No, I can't. Please you're, don't make me. You're going to have to take it. I don't know what else to tell you. You're going to have to you're take gonna, it. You're going to have to break down those segments because oh. I will not be watching them. I'm not. Uh, there will be no breakdowns of segments by me <laughs> ever again. What else is new? Smackdown happened. Man, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with Uproxx here. Uh, Uproxx, who just hired my improv partner. Uh, congratulations to him. Um, <laughs> There's no shade there. There's no hard feelings at all. No, it's it, it's just odd. It, it, it's my world's colliding. Cause, well, cause, what the hell are you doing to, uh, I mean, how does Uproxx know you're even interested? I mean, why do you, uh, Oh, no, 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 no. He, he and Stroud are friends. I've brought this up before, so it's okay. fine. Okay. Okay. But, but, um, but they called the SmackDown the worst SmackDown of the year, maybe mm-hmm. in history. I forgot what how oh. hyper they got. Yeah, it can't be possibly in history. I mean, there were some can't bad sci-fi history. SmackDowns, man. I don't think it even of the year. I mean, this was bad raw. I mean, this is a bad SmackDown. Don't get okay. me wrong. I, I didn't find a whole lot to like in it because it was just basically bad interviews mm-hmm. for the most part. Um and a couple of not so very good matches, but uh the worst? I I don't know about that. But uh, what did you think of these go? I mean, did did any of these other than 
of course, well, your natural hatred of the Usos would 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 predispose you to not like anything on this show, I would think. Well, that's the only, that was the only good segment on yeah. here. Uh, so here's the secret, Jeff. This okay. Is, this is the secret to not getting dismayed and hating life after a SmackDown. Okay. Uh, don't watch SmackDown. I have to watch SmackDown, Rob. I have a show to do. I know you do. Uh, what okay. I, however, spent my time on instead uh, was Yankees. Baseball. That and, and Twins. Right. Yan- Yankees and Twins. Uh, Congratulations to Paul Molitor for a great season. Great season, Mr. Mr. Molitor. Great, great season. Um, of course, he failed and lost. So he's well, a loser. He, he lost to, I mean, it's fixed for the Yankees, so that's nice. It's fixed for the Yankees. <laughs> They have the Who big wouldn't? checkbook. They can buy whoever they want. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being fixed, uh, John Cena is no longer advertised for Survivor Series. Oh? He is no longer on any of the promotional materials for a very important November pay-per-view. Uh, did he... Was not Survivor Series the night he came back last year, right? When he took his little fall break? Wasn't he back at Survivor Series? I cannot answer that question. Does anyone out any there service? remember anything that happened on last year's Survivor? I would give you $10 right now, Jeff, to name one match that happened last year at Survivor Series that did not involve Goldberg. Oh, yeah, that's right. That happened. That too. was the main event of the show was Goldberg defeating Brock Lesnar in five seconds. Here's how much of a blur it becomes for me. I was going to say, man, when Dolph Ziggler... Uh, one control from the authority at Survivor Series. Oh, that's right. That yeah. Oh, yeah. We all remember that. Um, <laughs> John Cena was indeed not on Survivor Series last year. So, I mean, we're just getting another year of this. He's missing big pay-per-views now. It's a regular now, occurrence. He's missing the November one, which is barely a big pay-per-view. But he's missing a, it. Was this a purposeful move to remove him from, from that? Or was it he just happens not to be on any of the promotional I, material well, I, I gotta I, probably one of these new movies he's signing up for it's just gonna not well allow I, him to I do figured it that. i figured that i'm just i'm just wondering if people are going see john cena's not gonna be on here because he's not on any of the promotional oh do you think it's all it's all advertise. part of the gimmick about him retiring you think it's all playing into oh is he actually you know leaving no i'm trying to discern between angle or or just people reading too much into stuff. That's what I'm trying to discern here. When you when you say John Cena no longer on the advertising material, was he actually ever on it? Well, even if he wasn't, and yes, I believe he was, but even if he okay. wasn't, I mean, this is the second year in a row he's missing a big four pay-per-view. Yeah, I just mean, coming at a bad time. He's a part-timer. Now, yeah. So. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, last year, I am going to give you. Oh my God! No, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I forgot some of these things. And then, oh yeah, that. Okay, yeah, this is where Shane McMahon potatoed Chris Jericho. It was yeah. <laughs> Brian Kendrick wrestled Callisto in a 13-minute match late in the show. Uh, precursor of things to come. I mean, this show. Whew, boy. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, in their infinite wisdom, saved that show by wrestling five seconds. Yes. I want to see what what the hell was this building up to? What was the pay-per-view after Survivor Series? It was TLC 2016. This was a show headlined by AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose in a TLC match. This mm-hmm. was a SmackDown, a, uh, a SmackDown show? It would have had to have been a SmackDown pay-per-view. Yeah, that's where they paid off uh, Slater and Rhino, I think. Or no, no, they, they were the... Uh... They were the champs at the time. Never mind. Yes, later. Oh Slater. no that that's that's where they were doing uh the the Randy Orton has joined the Wyatt family. That's right. That's right. Story. Randy Orton won the tag team titles. He was <clears throat> the tag team champions with Bray Wyatt. Oh my gosh! WWE pay per views in late 2016. That was a trip. And now we're a year removed from all that, and we still have no John Cena, uh, Baron Corbin is in the United States title mix. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal is about to main event a pay-per-view this weekend. So it is time to get in to WWE Hell in a Cell uh, opener, the kickoff show match. We're getting a Hype Brothers reunion 
because they keep going back and forth. This is probably going to be the end of it, right? Hype Bros versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Big win for Shelton Benjamin on his return tour. The Hype Bros probably done after this. Yes? I don't know for certain because if you look at the landscape of tag teams, there aren't any heel teams other than the Usos. Other so I can see the them Usos. turning them both. Other than, well, let's and talk about this too. The, the, yeah, the no ascension. one cares. Nobody cares about that. No one cares about the Ascension. And we're also getting a Fashion Files on this show. So we're getting a Fashion Files at Hell in the Cell. Maybe they'll debut another team, or maybe we'll just get some wacky comedy for five minutes and no one will think of, of it ever again. I refuse to believe that we're reintroducing Harper and Rowan. Reintroduce? On, on the fashion files. You can reintroduce we, Harper and that Rowan. Too many weeks. Too uh, many weeks. You can reintroduce them, but also a month from now, you have Survivor Series. And the night before Survivor Series, you're having the Authors of Pain in a War Games match. You're also having Sanity in there. Uh, one of those two groups can maybe make their way as a top heel team on SmackDown. We keep saying that every damn month. I'm tired of it. I'll wait for it to happen. I think the Hype Bros do break up here, though. All right. The Hype Bros break up, and Zack Ryder goes on his way. Uh, very weird timing for them to break up, too, because whatever feud they have is going to be just on SmackDown because there's mm -hmm. no way in hell they wrestle at Survivor Series. And then the the December show, the December show might be a SmackDown pay-per-view now that I think about it. But that's that's the only pay-per-view like in between Royal Rumble and then. And that's December. So well, whatever this feud is, is well, a SmackDown. Well, no, TLC is going to be a Raw show. Well, TLC is a Raw show, but the December and show. Then, and then the Starcade, they may wrestle there. Okay, in front of nobody that won't be on the network? It's going to be on the network, I think. Yeah, you think it is, but it's not right now. Okay, what, whatever throwaway. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Thanksgiving weekend. You're going to put send the TV crew out there on Thanksgiving weekend? Okay, fine. Clash of Champions in December, whatever. I, yeah, I think it is Clash of Champions, right? Yeah, it's Clash of Champions in uh, December 2017. It is a SmackDown show. December 17th, 2017 in Boston, Massachusetts. So John Cena may be on that show. Oh, Yo. there's one. Oh, and you're telling me they're not going to put Gronk's boy on a show in Boston? Oh, yeah. No, they probably will. Probably will. Singles match. But singles match against Zack Ryder? Probably not. Maybe a singles match against a uh, Bobby Roode type or a Dolph Ziggler? No, they get no. They give him Zach and they give him the win. In December, we're going to have this going on until December? Yes, and we're going to have it 50-50. 2 months, bro. 2 months. I'm not I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I'm saying you really think they're going to do those two for 2 months. Okay, they they get they could give Mike Canellis in a squash. Who poor Mike Canellis? Poor Mike Canellis. Maria's pregnant. She won't be around. Um Mike can last that long now that Mike, he's pregnant. My, this might be the James Ellsworth thing where, okay, they signed him. It was funny while it lasted, but you know what? It's just not working out. I'm sorry, Mike. You got to go. I don't, I don't think Mike Kanellis makes it to WrestleMania. Oh, he's not on it even if he does. I, I'm not saying on it. I'm saying with the company by the time WrestleMania uh, comes around. Who lasts longer, Mike Kanellis or Kurt Hawkins? Oh, Kurt Hawkins. Easy. Okay. Easy. I'd say Kurt Hawkins doubles. You know, if you have Mike Kanellis here and he's in the company for, say, six months, Kurt Hawkins will last one year after his release. How angry do you think they are that Maria is pregnant? I wouldn't say angry. Um, it does strike me very odd and similar to the karma situation. You know, they bring karma in, she gets this big push, and then she has her pregnancy and she leaves. And it's just like, okay, you know, things happen and it's fine. But it's... It's just like all down to the drain. You know, we did this, this big entrance for me. Now let's be real about Mike Kanellis and Maria. They were going downhill before the pregnancy thing happened. too. Yes. It's not like they were yes. a big act and they're losing a lot of money on those two. Just very interesting. Very interesting timing. Things happen at interesting times. Not everything can be fully planned out. You never know what's going to happen. John Cena has been spending a lot of time on dancing with the stars. You think Nikki Bella goes far? No. She's still there. Yeah, but... Uh, you think with John Cena that, you know, she gets a little bit more support, people start cheering for her, and they start voting for Miss Nicole Garcia? You know what? I'm, I'm going to say it, it depends on... Because I know a lot of non-wrestling fans who like Total Bellas, like that show on E. 
just because I see them comment on it, like on my feed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they do. I just, I don't think she's a good enough dancer. And I think there, there are people you keep in because you like, and, and, but at the same time, people still vote credibility in some ways on these things. Sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think she's going to last too long. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, Hell in a Cell starts in earnest with Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens in a false count anywhere Hell in a Cell. What the fuck does that mean? It means that uh, the cell is uh, optional in this match. And they're, they're going to break when, out. When I, when, I got, when I got angry about this last night on, on, on our, on our, uh, at our uh, sister station, so to speak, I, w- I was told that because Kevin Owens says he's going to drag him around and throw him off the top of the cell, ergo, false count anywhere makes sense. Because even with the cell stipulation, I go, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think it does. Because the whole point of the cell is to keep you in there to fight. To me. It, I mean, you're, I, you're I supposed to go, It's more than any escape. other cage match, it, where at least on the it, cage match, you can escape. Yes. I mean, they it's hell in a cell. They always escape hell in a cell. You're locked so in. Now, does everyone escape at some point anyway? Yes. But do you have to assume that that's going to happen? How about you reinforce the cage instead of making stipulations? Oh, you know what? If this cage ends up being useless, you can just pin someone anywhere. Why not just make a false count anywhere match? I agree. Make it, make it like Sullivan and Benoit from back in the day and just have them fight on the concourse again. And, What's and the... Go to- they're in the latest room. You know, What's do, the do, uh, correlation? What would be another step where you could add a second step that would be completely useless to this? the point? No, just anything. Like, what it, What would be a useless step if you were in, like, a bull rope match? What would be a um, useless step if you no, were in no, an inferno no match? No DQ? No DQ? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no disqualification. Street fight in a bull rope match. You know, that kind of thing, you know. No holds barred in a bull rope match. Street street fight with, uh, and you keep the 10 count. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I am not big on this. Um, I I would start this match on top of the cell if we're going to do that. Just, just, Maybe just they will. not even have to go inside. Start the match in the backstage area for all I care. Sure. I'll take that. I mean, that would be fun. Uh, I, I would actually laugh. Oh, they'll never, obviously they won't do it and they shouldn't. What, I mean, this is ridiculous, but start I the match think, and never actually go inside the cell. Yes. I think Kevin Owens wins this. And then eventually well, it's, it's, a way to, it's a way to introduce us to a triple H feud. Oh my God. He has yeah. to win. He has to win where, yeah, triple H was Kevin Owens biggest supporter. But if Kevin Owens is going to keep going after McMahon's triple H has to step in, even though triple H is anti Shane McMahon the last time yes. we saw him. Fucking just blood is dumb. blood is blood is thicker. So right. well, yeah, they're all I'm, they're all pro Vince. So you start beating up Vince, and and we got to bring in the son-in-law. What didn't this program happen before? Didn't Brock Lesnar beat up Vince so that Vince had to bring in Triple H? Like Triple H just gets brought into these feuds because everyone beats up Vince. Look, that's the cost of being married to Stefan. I mean, yeah, I guess. I the the reward, however, is a lifetime of happiness and fun smiles. Okay. And a mental father-in-law. Natalia versus Charlotte Flair. Just going to let that one go. Okay. Smackdown women's title. Uh, Charlotte Flair is going to win because who the hell would give Natalia a pay-per-view win? That never happens. You want to talk the worst promo of the year. Natty. Last night. She's bad at promos. Didn't you know this? Not just that, but the words they give her are just so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's bad delivery and stupid. left it, left to her own devices though she would just find a way to talk about cats for five minutes i know she she's a middle-aged cat lady who's a wrestler i wasn't gonna she go that far i'm just saying she's really into her cats and there's nothing wrong with that she would just talk about cats for five minutes in a wrestling promo god i, I oh. feel for yeah do you feel I feel for her husband do you feel <laughs> Do you feel like we do? Um, Listen, her husband I, is lucky to have her because I'm sure Natalia has been his biggest supporter. And that TJ Wilson, he's lucky to have a girl like her. That's true. I, I think she's a sweetheart. I just think she doesn't have many interests. Um, Charlotte Flair is going to be your women's champion. Charlotte Flair is going to be your women's champion. But for how long is the question? Because it's well, obvious. I mean, how long until the Ronda Rousey match? 
Oh, I think I think Carmella's cashing in successfully at some point. So Oh no, dude, this is the gimmick. This is what's happening. I can tell you right now. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey involved in some type of match. Carmella will try to cash in. She's getting knocked out by Ronda. Oh, okay. You think it, you think it's going to last this she long? She is getting knocked out by No, James Ellsworth Ronda. is getting knocked out. Well, James Ellsworth will too. James Ellsworth might be uh, knocked out by one of the others, like Jessamine Duke or Shayna Baszler. Mm. Ronda Rousey, that they're gunning for that match at WrestleMania. They were they were trying to do the uh, the six woman with yes. Charlotte, Sasha, and Stephanie <sighs> against Shayna, yeah, so, Jessamine, so and Ronda. Why even have Bailey there at the tapings if you're not going to? Oh, jeez. They, well, okay. well, what the hell? I mean, you, you can have a five on five and put Stephanie in and find something, two others for the, uh, for the four horsemen, but the horsewomen, I don't know. I think Charlotte Flair wins this one and there's going to be a lot of things happening between now and WrestleMania, but I think Natalia's out of the picture. It's Charlotte's think, time yes, again. Yes. Yes. Charlotte wins. Tease cash in, but there is no cash. in. How about that? We'll go with that. Randy Orton versus Rusev. Uh, Rusev, the baby face, uh, just wants to be with his girl can't be the hero we all busy. need yeah. he's the best thing on this show i love rusev and has been every for day. a couple of years every, now every day is rusev day as far as i'm concerned rob a the, couple today of we, uh, we're taping it, it's not it's not what the, october 4th it's rusev day yeah tomorrow rusev day rusev day i'm with you yeah. i'm with happy you on rusev, rusev day. day i'm happy no I'm, I'm on your side I know that. I'm wishing you a happy Rusev day. I wanted to know oh. what you were doing, what plans oh. you had. Um, well, I was going to watch some Rusev. Um, okay. I was going to, I was going to, uh, bake a pie to celebrate Rusev day. A Rusev pie, perhaps? Um, I was going to sprinkle some hat pieces inside said pie. Oh, not now. Now we're getting letters about that one. Okay. <laughs> so many letters. And I didn't even know people wrote letters anymore. Yes. My yes, mailbox is full. Uh, this is a strongly worded letter. Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh, wait. Who wins? Orton? Orton, yeah. Oh, Orton, okay. No, maybe Rusev. I think Rusev wins no. and Orton throws a tantrum. No, Orton wins this. Okay, easily. Orton wins. Orton wins eas- Ooh, easily. Wasn't the last match easily, though? Wasn't the last match like five seconds? Yeah, this one might be quicker. Oh, okay. Well, that'd be a miracle. Uh, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. This, this match has been built around entrances, uh, yeah. which is good for Bobby because that's all he is. <laughs> uh, so the entrances will uh, do you think Dolph Ziggler enters to his own theme or does he steal Bobby Roode's entrance I think he steals Bobby Roode's entrance and they just do glorious twice yes okay well that'll be fun entrances go 10 minutes match goes 5 okay this is the one that I don't know the most in terms of my picks <laughs> you don't know because- a lot of things but this is the one you know the least well, I mean, in terms of wrestling, there's okay. a lot I don't know about a lot of things, but wrestling I'm pretty good with. Um, okay. mm-hmm. What is the chance that they give Dolph the win here so this feud must continue through another cycle? I'm sick of all these cycles, though. I am, too. I think it's a bad move. I think Rude should win this. It is and two months. fairly emphatically, but you know them. You know that they don't have that kind of creativity and they're just going to go back to things. It is literally two full months in between pay-per-views for SmackDown. Because SmackDown is not getting a lot on this Survivor Series show. They're just not. Especially with no John Cena. You're going to get the U.S. title match. You're going to get the SmackDown world title match. And you maybe, just maybe, might get the tag team titles on the main show. I'm thinking Bobby Roode. I'm picking Bobby. I'm Rude. picking I'm Bobby Roode too. I'm picking Bobby Roode, and I, Dolph Ziggler. His contract's up this month. Dolph Ziggler oh, and Zack Ryder's both of their contracts are up this month, and they're telling people they're not sticking around for a while. I think they're both going to stick around to the Royal Rumble, but that might be it. I think Zack will stay, and Dolph will go. I don't. I think they're gone. I think Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler both are gone by the end of the year. And this is this is them just kind of getting ready for it. Let's let's uh, promote some younger stars. The the Bobby Roos, the Mojo Rawleys. Not younger in age, but younger to the WWE time frame. Let's promote some yeah. younger stars. Let's get a, a last run out of Dolph and the last run out of Zach, and be done with it. Oh, I don't know. Um, AJ and Baron. This matches for the U.S. title. 
Baron Corbin's a geek. He's had a rough couple of months. AJ Styles is a superstar and should be the main event of WrestleMania. Does Baron Corbin win? Yes. And I'll give you my, my reasoning. I need four be- concrete reasons and please source them. Um, okay. I can give you two. Uh, <laughs> well, then I guess um, you're failing to, uh, this is the, the losing streak gimmick. So we have that going for us. We had Ty beat him on the go home show. Uh, in the promo, AJ Styles says you can't take a shortcut to victory. So I think Baron Corbin wins this by taking a shortcut to victory. That's three. I'll take it. All right. Uh, they were not well sourced, but I will take them as well. Um, some dude who, who told me, Oh, Oh, God. No, I didn't know you had any sources. Oh man. Some, I some dude tells me shit all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, you have what so you many th- sources. Uh, anyway, uh, I think AJ Styles loses, uh, the show. Anytime you go into a WWE pay-per-view and the show seems predictable, it's not. And Baron Corbin could be that thing that throws AJ off, not only just to start a program, but maybe AJ gets into something better. Maybe AJ is next briefly for Kevin Owens. Maybe AJ is back in the world title picture. Hell, Shinsuke Nakamura might win the title. Okay. Mm-hmm. And who do you have for him? Maybe AJ Styles. It would not be the first time in WWE where a guy has lost a match on a pay-per-view to get a promotion. True. Um... I don't think that's going to happen, and I'll give you my explanation later. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Right, well, let's do the tag team title match first. Hell in a Cell yes. match, tag team titles, New Day, Usos. This will be the best match on the show. Oh, yes. Far and wide, it will be the best match on the show. We don't have any heel teams, and I think the natural move here would be to hot potato it back onto the Usos. What do you think? Are these two going to just feud for the next six months as well? I mean, until, is this they, all they got? until they, until they decide to get biggie, the push that he's going to get. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is, what is the absolutely last match they can do? Like what's the end game? They're doing hell in a cell here. Do you do a tag team buried alive match? Like what do you keep doing? Uh, Francesca two on a pole. No, that's not a step in the right direction, <laughs> sir. I don't know. I think this would be the natural blow off. And I would, you know what? There, there's part of me that thinks that this is where the new day breaks up too, but I don't think they're going to do that. They're too much of a cash cow. That'd be suicide. Says the guy who thought that turning Enzo was suicide. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced of it. I, I, it, I can't see them having this many title switches. Because I'm picking a title switch in the main event, too, uh, for, for reasons. Well, so Jinder Mahal's got to lose I guess I'll have to go New Day, then. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. You don't know who's going to win any of those matches. You just know that they're going to be topsy-turvy. You're going to have... Mm-hmm. If AJ wins, then that means Dolph Ziggler wins. If Randy Orton wins, then that means Charlotte wins. If the New Day wins, that means Jinder wins. Like, everything's just... Yeah. You won't know until it all actually happens. And then you'll look back when the show is over and you'll be like, oh, yeah. I mean, that obviously is the right pattern. That's the pattern they were going to go with. We just had to know where they were going to start. You give us two match results on the show and you can probably predict the rest of them. But until you have those first two results, you just don't know what's going on. You can't solve for X in this equation here. And you think Shinsuke Ooh, nice, Nakamura. That's a, nice pull. that's a nice little pull there, Rob. I appreciate that as a son of a math teacher. Shinsuke Nakamura. Taking on Jinder Mahal. This is probably not the main event. I would imagine Kevin Owens and Shane goes on in the actual last match in the show. Uh, This is a singles match for the title. Will the great Kali show up? And will Shinsuke Nakamura win the title? The tour for India is confirmed. For December. Yes, but he does not have to be the champion on that. No, he does not. And in fact, it would probably behoove them. There's a nice little word I never use. Behoove them to give Jinder a big title win in India to see if they have something there. I think they may give Nakamura a very short two-month reign. You think they go what they did uh, with Nakamura and Samoa Joe, where Samoa Joe rolls into Japan as the champion, but Nakamura wins? They could do that in India? 
on a house show, nonetheless, and show the video the, later. Yes. The world yes. title for SmackDown changing on a house show. They could do that. I would, I would much, I would believe much more that Jinder Mahal would go into the India tour and defend the title and win matches as the champion than him actually th- going in there and winning the title. But it I, seems I, like that's I such a long that's, time that's for him a, to be champion. Yeah, that's the stronger pick. The stronger pick is that Jinder retains through rumble season. I, I think that's the stronger choice. Um, but I've, I don't put it past them to put to put the belt on Nakamura. So I'm just going to go with it and say I think that Nakamura gets a two-month reign here. Yeah. And here I'm thinking, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, okay, if Jinder Mahal actually does win this match and keeps going all the way to the India tour, and then all of a sudden it's the Royal Rumble, like, hey, you have him as the champion at Royal Rumble. Who would win the Rumble? Would they go on the SmackDown side? What's your main event? Would John Cena versus Jinder Mahal be a WrestleMania-worthy match? Or is John Cena, you know, with his limited WrestleManias left, should he be doing much more important things? Uh, Is Jinder Mahal? All that being said, Royal Rumble time, crazy things happen. You know, CM Punk lost the world title at Royal Rumble after a two-year reign to The Rock so that The Rock could wrestle John Cena. We don't know mm-hmm. what the hell's going to happen six months from now. We don't know what's going to happen four months from now. So predicting like Jinder Mahal winning this match means a very long reign. Who the hell knows? We don't know. What I, what I want, your three most anticipated things on this show, whether it's a match, whether it's a possible result, what are you looking forward to the most here on Sunday? I am looking forward, first and foremost, Usos and New Day in the cell. I, I am I am hyped for that. I think these two are magic together, and I think that match is going to blow away everything on here. I am very looking forward to the spectacle of what Kevin Owens and Shane yeah, McMahon sure. put each other through. I, mm-hmm. I, I am. And for number three... Mm-hmm. You have to pick three things. I know I have to pick three things. Um, you know what? I am interested after what three years to see how Natty and Charlotte work together. Just to see if that if if, if bookends one another because that first match in NXT for the NXT Women's Title, Natty carried her. So good. That wasn't that was a carry job by Natty. Charlotte held her own. But but it was it was Natty guiding guiding the new kid through the match. I'm interested to see if these two have progressed in terms of chemistry, or if the main roster patterning and short matches have really hurt their development. It's interesting stuff. My uh, my your- most I'm most anticipated seeing the spectacle, obviously, that is Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, to see if Triple H does indeed show up, to see if uh, we get a Vince McMahon. A Stephanie McMahon, a little, you know, who knows who might show up to that one and to see if we get a Shane McMahon win. You never know. Yeah. Uh, also anticipating the best match of the night, New Day Usos. Uh, it'll be crazy. I'm sure it'll be crazy. And I would say the third most anticipated thing about this show is not even what happens on the show itself, but will it be the end of Dolph Ziggler? Will it be the end of Zack Ryder? Will it be the end of anyone on the show? And do we get any major teases on the SmackDown side towards Survivor Series? Do we get like a big event happening where a SmackDown match somehow becomes like the big deal at Survivor Series, a show that might have Brock Lesnar on it, a show that might have some type of shield interaction on it, or even a Roman Reigns uh, big singles match? Who knows? Uh, Will SmackDown somehow find a way to steal a main event slot at Survivor Series? So that, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. A lot of it, you know, a couple of matches here and there, but the biggest thing is what happens next. What happens next for SmackDown? Uh, not the most anticipated pay-per-view of the, we- of the year uh, by any means. Kind of getting sick of the retreads with the Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura's. You have so much time in between SmackDown pay-per-views that you would think you would have other matches set up that you can finish off... You know, instead of having three pay-per-view matches, maybe have two pay-per-view matches and a match on SmackDown, you know, one where you're not going to have a title change or anything and just kind of get you to the third big match. They could do more with that with the SmackDown side. I don't need to see all these matches happening on pay-per-view spanning four months. That's what I would like to see on the SmackDown side and the Raw side too. 
The Raw side is pretty much doing that. You get some different stuff on Raw. You had Samoa Joe in main events. You had Brock Lesnar. Obviously, that's a big plus. You had Brock Lesnar defending against Braun Strowman. You don't, have Bra- you don't have Brock Lesnar facing the same opponent four straight months. You don't have The Miz facing the same opponent four straight months. I mean, hell, this guy wrestled Jason Jordan one month, and the next month, he's in the main event against the Shield reunion. They are shaking things up on the Raw side. Mickey James is in the women's title match. That's a new face in the title picture. Raw is doing this so much better than SmackDown is. Yeah, but but remember, Raw is also the A show, and they treat it as such. Yeah, SmackDown's being the asshole show. Just annoying me. Just stupid. I thought this was the asshole show. <laughs> In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 